0: What is up, what is up, OG5, we're trying things a little different here, we're streamlining the things, 10 Media, we're basically getting down to the basics, so face it, speaking of back to the basics, we're down to a two-man show, two-man crew tonight, Gordon is out uh, handling things that were a situation out of his control, and apparently the control of his wife's nasal passage as well, but that's near my place to talk. But joining us far, far away from the lands across the river, over the valley and through the woods and swamps and cities and areas of debauchery, Mr. Mike, no use for a last name. Mike, how are you doing tonight, fella? Oh, buddy. I've oh, buddy. Got, I've, buddy, I've homie, heartburn. dude. I've got heartburn. Oh. <laughs> why? Are you sad or you physically ate some <clears throat> spicy food?
1: No, I didn't really eat any spicy food. Like Anything can give me heartburn. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, the other night, I was up really, really late, and I was just sitting in bed, and I was like,
0: uh, Welcome to an episode of the horrible. Health Problems with Old White Men podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it happens. Um, take the 18 years of typing on keyboards, plus Xbox, plus going to the gym, plus typing on cell phones, plus paddling, plus reeling lines, my right hand, my repetitive stress syndrome all that garbage has been kicking up high and i've been dealing a lot with that lately and i just noticed that our stream here is a little redundant because youtube the way we're doing it now that put the digital 410 logo over top of the what's in your head logo and so now we have two digital 410 logos and one what's in your head logo so i'm going to quickly slide this bad boy across the screen in real time because that's what we do here i said i am going to slowly move this guy across cross this now the hell with it i'm just gonna get rid of the damn thing it won't let me move it It, no uh, that that one that one no uh, oh well we'll just turn it off you all know what this is this is what's in your head podcast and there we go if you don't know now you know you know (coughs) you know what i know what do you know i know that people have been snickering making fun of me turning up their nose saying i don't know how to fish I've been posting all these little photos of these little dinks, little water bass, little cape coral snouts, guy. and I've been complaining about how the fish have not been fishing or catching or biting or doing anything since the hurricane, but I've been staying positive. I've been posting pictures saying, look, they're getting bigger. Over the last week, the bite has picked up. Spawn is here, and last night, the crescendo. Last night, I set a new personal best, not... In weight, mind you, but in the most non-dink fish in one night. If that makes any it's sense, a, it's always a nice record. So the most non-dink fish in one night. So we went on out to the backside of Lake Zurich, which I have to say the water's clean. They pulled out all the portageons that I can see. They've cleaned up the shorelines. Um, it's very, ve- it's very nice. It's very, very nice. nice. And uh, we went out, and so Carrie got a new bag of Bruco worms. We're excited about that, and um, she goes out and paddles in front of me. As per the rule, I can't paddle in front of her. Now, she will say it has nothing to do with catching fish. It has everything to do with how she casts, but I have to point out the fact that every time she fishes in front of me, she gets more fish than I do. But she says it has nothing to do with nothing. It's just um, she's a better fishing person than I am. Fine, Mm -hmm. whatever. So she paddles on down the way, and cast out a cast or two and get the fish and he's running and zipping and zyming and went on the lily pads and damn it snagged. Oh no. She thinks she snagged. She thinks she may have lost a fish. I paddle over there and uh, we're pulling. We're literally pulling lily pads out like you're pulling bad socks and underwear out of your hamper or you're trying to find a pair of, <laughs> pair of something to run in and it, it was there in the lily pads and I grabbed it. Turned out the way... A little over two pounds. Actually, a little shy of two pounds, but we're just going to say two. Call it two. She got so lucky. The hook slipped from its lip, drug across its side, and stuck it in the back right below the dorsal fan. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and so when I got it out, I had to undo the line from the lily pads and get my pliers and undo it from the, the its side, and then she happily tossed it back in. And I was okay, that's how it's going to be always catches the fish i cast out i put a bruco watermelon red on there thanks to the fine people over at gecko not thanks too much because we did pay full freight for them so but they're good they're a good worm well i don't (laughs) want people to think you know this is a, a advertisement you know for gecko worms no i paid for them well she paid for them actually technically no this fishing trip was brought to you in part by one of her TikTok followers who, for some reason, decided to send her 20 bucks. So we <laughs> used that money to buy worms. Hey, we're all about it. So if you want to support the cause, you can uh, do so through live streams.
1: That's awesome.
0: And uh, so I, I throw one out there, and I get a bite, and it <clears throat> starts taking off, and I reel one in. And boom, I catch a 1.87-pound fish. So we we'll roll it up to two pounds. Been out on the water for 10 minutes. We both pulled in two-pound fish. It's going to be a good goddamn night nice throwing worms getting hits losing them she catches another fish throw a worm get a hit comes off or at least are active she's uh, by this point she's got four fish in <laughs> motherfucker we're right down past bat bridge i'm not catching anything go out in the lake throwing top water nothing throwing a buzz bait nothing she catches another one <laughs> god damn it and she's just, she's, she's, she's in that camp. She's in that school that you're in. She's just throwing worms, man, flipping worms. Fuck everything else. Just flipping worms and reeling them in. I'm throwing crankbaits, bringing in nothing. I'm throwing buzz baits, bringing in nothing. And we get across uh, the backside of Lake Zerick, go down by the water plant, go under the bridge. She catches another one. I'm like, motherfucker. And so I'm worm flipping. I'm not getting anything. And I finally said to the fine people on my GoPro YouTube, I said, you know what, though? fuck the dinks. I want a bigger fish. I want to catch a big fish. I'm tired of catching dinks. <laughs> I'm going top water. So as you get past the bridge and you hang out left, there used to be that big seawall where you lost your line that day. Something big broke off on it. Yeah. And that's also the same seawall where Carrie caught a, when we were seawall fishing, she caught a bass. It took no hyperbole, 35 minutes to get this thing out. We thought it was snagged. us down in the hydrilla. And I'm pulling it. I'm like literally just walking back trying to pull tree limb across the, the fucking field. And there's a, three pound bass down there so we're in that spot and um i stand up on the uh, vibe Fin 120 and i throw a top water and it hits it <clears throat> right on top <clears throat> reeling it in reeling it in which by the way this video will be up probably this weekend on youtube love the yellow fin. stand up on it not only is it enjoyable but it brings so much it brings such a dynamic camera view to the youtube video now because i had the camera mount on the front pointing up at me i got the headset so now you can actually see the fish swimming in the water you can see my pole you can see everything so it just makes for a more interesting visually video content i've been meaning to ask you how how the vibe is actually working out now um i actually permanently installed my uh, fish finder tonight nice. <laughs> I, I just had the wires laying crammed up in place i finally got those um line things that we used on little steve to put the um anchor system in i still had some of those mm. so i zipped it in there and it's permanently installed now so i'm loving it um there is a guy on youtube who designed Mm add-ons for the they basically you hammer them onto the chair post and it gives you like an extra four inches it raises the chair up extra four inches but it's secure and then you can you can slide stuff under it now but there's a crossbar yeah by raising up it actually allows you to put a drawer under there vibe has since made a new chair where that bar that horizontal bar is now arched up So it does that, but there's a guy on YouTube, I think for maybe 15 bucks, you can buy his chair risers. So I might buy some for that, but, uh, I'm getting used to it. I haven't fallen out of it. So I'm standing up. I'm reeling this thing in video footage looks great. You can see him pull him up. He's about three, maybe a little bit bigger. The problem is, um, we weighed our first two fish and my scale had slid underneath my seat, and as I'm saying, it's low enough. I could not feel it. So I could not measure – I cannot weigh this thing, but I'm telling you it's probably three and three-and-a-half pounds. We call it three because it definitely was bigger than the two-pounders we already caught. Yeah. So I'm like, sweet. Carrie's like, no, that kind of sucks. I got all these – I got more fish, but you're catching bigger ones. And uh, so we turn around. Now it's getting dark. We want to head out to the lake because that lake is where we catch the most uh, fish on top water. And so we're paddling down that way. I go under the bridge. She stays back. She's on TikTok. And um, I not catch anything, not catch anything. So I paddle out into the lake. I hang out left, and I go out where I always go out because there's always fish beds. And once again, I stand up. I cast, reel, 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 kaboom, something hits it. Not even a foot and a half deep of water. Like my fish finder is like trying its best to say one foot <laughs> <I> mean, <it's, laughs> with the hydrilla grass. I mean, you can, it's, I'm probably fishing in 11 and a half inches of water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reeling him in, reeling him in, and I get him. Weighs well, about two and a half pounds. Okay. So I've caught three fish. Every one of them has been over, you know, 1.98. We'll round up to two, two, three, and a two and a half. Carrie comes out, you caught another one? Yeah. I, where at over here? I, I I always catch down here. So she, I, I'm pointing to the left. So she probably goes to the right. Okay. <laughs> so she's down there because the last the way the wind's blowing is she's on TikTok. And I didn't catch anything else out there again. Now, I will say over the last two or three trips, we have gotten braver, if not stupider. Uh, we've had a strong belief in not fishing after dark in kayaks because alligators. But now we have headlamps and we'll be goddamned. And so one night we were running late and it was dark and I had a headlamp on, just red light. And we're throwing top bars and we're getting hits left and right. The other night, two nights ago, we both pulled in like three fish after dark. No scale on us, didn't weigh them, but they seemed hefty fish. And so last night we're doing the same. Um, She gets one and then um, I get a couple of hits. So we're right across the boat ramp. It's like 9 o'clock now. It's dark. It's dark as shit. And I just hang out right and I throw and real, real, real. And um, I posted the video today on YouTube. Boom, this guy hits it, pulled him in three and a half pounds. So I only nice. caught four fish yesterday, but everyone, I two two pounders and two three pounders. Quality. Yeah.
1: And quality so, quality coming out
0: of the. Uh, so it's the definitely canal spawn system. season now. Um, I know if you live in Texas or Oklahoma, you're like three pounds. I, my five year old catches that. But trust me, someone who grows up in Ohio and Kentucky uh, two and three pound fish are nothing to sneeze at. Maybe if you look, unless you're, we have, we have a friend on TikTok that Carrie and I are convinced that he fishes stock ponds in Orlando. Cause literally he's constantly pulling out like six, seven, eight, 10 pound fish. It's like, no dude, <laughs> you're, we're fishing with the same goddamn bait you are. You're clearly in a stock pond. Um, yeah. where we're out fishing in open, <laughs> open flood plains. I mean, we're, we're fishing in open water. So, but, uh, I'm stoked. It's the beginning of the season. I, I'm struggling, man, because i got to post at least one picture a week for, for Casking. Oh, which, by the way, old-school fisherman has the Texas Longhorns hat. Been around forever and a goddamn day. Who is that? Oh, you're talking about Bill Dance. He just signed on. He does,
1: uh, he he, uh, he wears a Tennessee hat.
0: Yeah, he just signed on to endorse Cast King's line. So he's actually on Cast King's team now for the line. Obviously, he already has poll sponsors and real sponsors, but... Casking's yeah. first product was fishing line, and they just announced today he signed on to uh, Casking's team to promote their fishing line. So that's that's awesome. That'll be huge for that lineup. And so um, I will say, I went online today and I <coughs> ordered a Casking medium heavy rod <laughs> because I'm catching all these fucking fish on top water. Yeah, and I have a Casking Valiant Eagle on it, but it's a thirteen it's that thirteen brand fishing pole, the same one I caught the eight pounder on. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, I caught this nice two-pounder on the cast King Royal Legend with a Royal Select. And then this big one I caught on a Valiant Eagle, no mention of the pole. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna start catching these hogs, because I have three poles. I got my medium heavy that always has a topwater on it. And then I yeah. got my uh Royal Legend. I am mean, sorry, my uh yeah, my Royal Legend bait on the Royal Select, which is my medium light, which usually has crankbaits, chatter baits, just my hard baits, and then I got my cast king um, Royal Legend GT on the uh, Crixus pole. No, I'm sorry, Perigee three two pole, which is my medium light or my light fast, and so that's my worm flipping pole. So two yeah. out of my three. But like right now, all my all my pictures are on fucking a medium heavy, and I can't post a picture of the damn rod in the background because it's not there. So I got the <laughs> shirt on and, and all this, and you know. But anyhow, I'm excited. Fishing season's picking up. Kayak oh, yeah. is getting in there. I'm thinking about did you put led lights on the inside of your boat yeah <laughs> well i'm thinking about getting red or yellow because i turn my headlamp on red and the mosquitoes don't attack. you turn that white light on and bugs are like <laughs> oh, i know that that first night that we were
1: headed back to the boat ramp non-stop non-stop was it just gnats and fucking well i have
0: a i got a headlamp i use right for running me. and yeah it has it's your standard one it has one super bright fucking light then you hit again, it goes to dim. And you hit again, it's the it's the self defense. like It goes to strobe mode, so if someone's attacking, you can blind them. And then yeah. you turn it off. You got the red, so you can put it on the back of your head and use as a tail lighter. Which, by the way, the biggest joy as a runner. <laughs> I was out running one night about nine thirty, and here in Cape Coral, it's dark. It's we're like the tenth most dangerous city for pedestrians in the entire United States, if not top seven, because we have no street lamps. Kids are constantly getting ran over. And so I got this LED light. Now I'm very, I'm very aware of the power of this fucking thing I have strapped to my forehead. And so I usually turn it on medium and then I cock it down. So as I'm running, it's, it's hitting the ground in front of me and not down. You know, I'm not hitting people's fucking bedroom lights, rooms. I'm not hitting cars yeah, like, and all that.
1: Like, like headlights are supposed to be on a car.
0: Yeah. I'm very conscious about it. I actually, it, it swivels up and down. I have it aiming. And then the way I run anyhow, because my low self-esteem grown up, I've always been a ground watcher. You know, when you're the tallest kid in your class, right? Like, oh it's a tall man's weather up there. You know, you get self-conscious and so you you slouch your shoulders, you know, walk with your head down, make yourself short. So my entire life I've always been walking, staring at the ground. I never stand up straight and and so I run that way too. And so the the lights shining out. So I'm running through the neighborhood and there's a car coming at me. His brights are on. And I'm running, his brights are on. So I I hit the strobe light and turn off his brights are on. I turn on the fucking bright, flip that shit up, look right at his windshield. 0.32 milliseconds later, his fucking brights turned off. I was like, yeah. And I turned mine off. I was like, yeah. How do you like it, fucker? I was actually able to essentially shine my brights on a car who was flooding me out.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, was... I, I fucking hate that. Every time I'm driving down the road and somebody's just coming towards you, mm-hmm. oh, I can't stand that shit. My I, old roommate I, used
0: to ride his crotch rock with his brights on. Why? But so people can see me, yeah. But now they're fucking blind. They're <laughs> gonna hit you, dipshit. Yeah, that's this whole even thing worse. was uh, nobody can see me. So anyhow, back to the boat. So I have I bought carry one of those, and so we have them in red mode. But um, I was thinking about. Cause I already got a twelve volt battery in my boat for the fish finder. Yeah. I want to get one short enough to just put along the sidewall on the inside of the main cargo area, so I can just light that up with red, so I can see at night.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I did on. Um the interior of my kayak but i rushed through it and i just you know went and picked up whatever i could and didn't think about it you know white light attracting the bugs and whatnot so well i want to get one that's multicolored
0: and but i I figure probably red and yellow but i also want to get the ones that are segmented so instead of one long strip you can shorten it and lengthen it yeah, yeah. That way I don't have a bunch of just bullshit. <laughs> I just want to do that one inside area because I don't want, you know, lights running all, I don't want it to look all goofy. I just, actually be kind of cool just to run them underneath the railing where my foot pegs slide that we can. And I like to find some that are black tape, not that white shit. But, um, yeah. I'll tell you what, if I can start pulling in three, four, five pound bass by fishing at nine o'clock a fucking night, I'll do it. And with my oh, headlamp boy. on, just, I can turn on the bright real quick and i finally see any reflecting eyes and i gotta worry about alligators either
1: yeah yeah no i was watching this dude on youtube a lot of people probably know i won't say who it is but um they probably follow him he was doing a night fish with uh he's out in texas so obviously they get the big bass out there but um talking about lunkers no not lunkers um i guess i could say it, john b Mm. from googan okay So he did a night trip, I don't know, it was like maybe a year or two ago. And I mean, they were pulling in eight, nine pounders at like one o'clock in the morning. Like you don't expect that because normally when you go out fishing, you think, okay. When I was growing up, I thought bass fishing was like, you know, you go at like 5 a.m. to like 10. Yeah, because nighttime fishing, you
0: think walleye, catfish.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of your like nocturnal species, I guess you would call them. Um, but yeah, I mean, he—I mean—they were pulling in these massive fucking fish, at you know one, two o'clock in the morning, and I mean, they were just having the time of their fucking lives out there.
0: Yeah, but um, that's
1: something. That's something I want to do, like soon.
0: Well, too bad the water's so shallow because we could take your boat out there at night and not have to worry about being in a kayak. But you can't even with your jack plate you can't go through fucking eight inches of water (laughs) yeah i mean along the edges of the of the lake it's eight feet but out in the middle it's super shallow
1: yeah it gets real skinny in there
0: speaking of boats um i don't know if they i don't think they found the catch uh carrie and i have talked about taking our kayaks out in lake uh, out into um cloosahatchee river yeah and i never thought about it before but as we we're just saying, I oftentimes fish in eight inches of water, <laughs> and so I don't wear my life jacket actively. And Florida no. law says you just have to have one in the boat, just like any other boat. You don't have to. Exactly. If you're over eighteen, you don't over sixteen or twelve whatever the law is. You don't have to actively wear it while unless, in the vessel um,
1: unless you have a. Uh, there is one. Um, what is it? The uh, the automatic.
0: Yeah. Uh, inflators. The one that looks like you have a sausage around your neck.
1: Yeah. Sausage if you wing. have, it's,
0: I think it's a law. If you
1: have that, you have to wear
0: it. Yeah. Well, when you pay $130 for it, you're going to want to wear it anyhow. Cause pay hundred. You know, I got a $5 yeah. bright orange fucking <laughs> Walmart, which is, a, it takes up so much space. I almost rather just buy a nice life jacket just so I utilize and get some use out of it. But, um, I mean, I, I know how to swim. Well, so, I mean, if I fell in,
1: you know, I could handle myself but the, the only thing that is like concerning is if you get knocked out
0: well see and that's the thing and that's where i am i know how to swim if i fall on my kayak and for some reason i can't flip it over i can pull the life jacket out of the back but i think like a lot of other things you kind of get complacent with that with those sort of thoughts yeah and it just becomes habit whether mountain cease will be well with 13 foot alligators or i'm over at fucking lakes park i never wear my life jacket because i yeah. can swim I assume the two guys who decided to take their John boat out on late, on the Caloosahatchee River last Sunday had the same feeling. Yep. They're probably, I mean, if you got a John boat, you're, not doing, you're probably not doing a whole lot of river skipping. They probably said, hey, let's take this bad boy on the river, let's do some fishing. I don't know. Pure speculation on my part. Yeah. But something happened along the Essen Bridge, and that John boat went over. And they said it took on water. And it was a guy probably in his 30s, Maybe late twenties and his father. Mm-hmm. They only recovered his father. Yep. So I don't know. I would assume if this guy couldn't swim, he probably would be wouldn't have been so lackadaisical with the life jacket. So I'm guessing he probably felt yeah. he could swim pretty good like we all do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you just never take in consideration when it comes to rivers like that, depth and undertow. Yeah, I mean some of those some of the parts of that,
1: I mean, in some of the areas that we went. When uh, we took my boat out there, some of those p- spots are 25, 26 foot deep. And I mean, the undertow in the river, I mean, when they're pumping water out of the Calusa actually, I mean, it's moving. And they so were in out, a 16
0: foot John boat, which right. for those of you who don't have a boat, that might sound pretty big. My kayak's 12 feet. Yeah. <laughs> so this thing is only three feet longer, four feet longer than my kayak. But that makes me think, if Carrie and I ever think about going on the loose and snatchy river, I might well have to invest in some better life jackets and actually wear the life jackets out there the whole time. We've never flipped in our kayak, but there's bigger boats out there. Yeah. Speaking of boats, I just read this before the show. Cape Coral City Council, sorry to do a lot of regional stuff tonight, but Cape Coral City Council is actually considering closing, removing licenses from jet ski rental companies. Really? Now, in the face of it, you're like, well, what the fuck? Why? Now, when I hear jet ski rental company, I just think you go down to the river and go up to a boat ramp, and you order some jet skis, you hop on them, kind of like you do at the beach, and go. Yeah. And that's not really what they're worried about. It's the ones where you take your fucking car, your truck, you go down to the lot, you rent the jet ski, they hook it up to your fucking truck, and you drive off, and it's free time. Yeah. Apparently these cats, these are, and I'm there. I, I just, maybe the kids who put their on Maxima in the fucking canal, maybe they <laughs> rented that jet ski. But I guess the the, pros, the problem that Cape Coral has is they have discovered that when you see these assholes zipping down no weight canals, that these aren't jet ski owners. These are cats going out and renting jet skis. Mm-hmm. And since they rent them, most of them, never don't have a whole lot of experience they're not up to date on the laws and they they are the cats that you see and we said before I see them out in these lakes that are so small it's like dude it's like taking a crowd truck to a mall parking lot how much fun can you possibly have yeah. you zip a, a few donuts and then you're looking for a place to go yeah and it makes me wonder if maybe those cats who I the old man with the bass boat and I was getting a fight with at Seahawk who were parked their truck trailer in the boat ramp yeah I wonder if maybe they're at that jet ski. Yeah. So well
1: there's actually, um, <clears throat> there was a years ago, I don't know if it's true now, but they used to make you the NS, I think it's the NSBLA supported test. They used to have to take, if you were under 25, you had to go and get a boater safety course taken. To, you had to take one and, and pass your boater safety course. It was like, I took it. Because I, I knew, like, right off the rip, I'm going to own boats. I'm going to be out on the water. Like, I might as well just do it that instead makes, of getting pulled
0: over. That makes sense down here because of the waterways, the yeah. ocean, the rivers, and all that. But I, up north, I had a wave runner up north. When I turned 16, I didn't get a car. I got a wave runner. <laughs> kind of like Ferris Bueller. I wanted a car and got a computer. How's that that be for being bad under, born, born under a bad time? <laughs> but, um. I vaguely remember looking at a book, but I don't know if I was required to take one, and I had one at 16. Yeah. But, well,
1: and and the I know the law says that you have to be at least 16 for any motorized vehicle. I think four-wheelers, dirt bikes, all that stuff.
0: Or or riding be, with a guardian.
1: Yeah. At, at least riding with a guardian. If not, you, you, you have to be 16 to ride on your own. Mm-hmm. But uh, I knew... That, uh, like I said, you know, with the voter safety course and stuff like that, like they even have like you have to take like a PwC course, too. And if you're under 25 and you get caught without it, from what I heard, you would
0: get a ticket. Um, for some reason. Oh, hold on. You said, you know, with the Never mind. Course- it's my first time. Streaming to YouTube in the manner in which we did And I didn't hear any audio But it was apparently YouTube audio was muted by default Once I unmuted it, it kicked on So no, I just wanted to see how Because we know in the past that the YouTube stream Was always stronger than the Facebook stream Yeah And so um, the only downside is you don't have an active Video on Facebook They just see the thumbnail and I'm saying we're live And so I think it's going to take a little while For people to start coming over That way we we changed the date from Tuesday to Wednesday But anyhow uh, yeah, so they're talking about uh and on the Etsky Jays.
1: Which, I mean, I can't disagree with that. I mean, we witnessed it in, uh, I think you were with me, when we took the, uh, once again, in the, on that same trip in the Clusatchee. When we they almost out, ran was, over do,
0: do, Doofy the Dolphin.
1: That was in uh, Lover's San, Key. Oh, oh Yeah that yeah doofy the dolphin was in lover's key the other two the other two jet ski skiers that we witnessed w- were jumping my wake and getting real close to my boat
0: and shit like that when we that's fine that's river. fine if you own the boat like when i once yeah. again i got a jet ski at 16 i was a skateboarder i was kind of a dick old man don talking here <laughs> you know my 1991 wave runner three two-cylinder, 55 horses. Mm -hmm. You're not doing a whole lot of fucking damage on that. No. These new ones, three-cylinder, four-cylinder. Well, three for sure. They they went to three like in the early 2000s. I haven't owned one since the late 90s, but long story, these things are fucking motorcycles
1: on water. Have you fucking seen some of these people? build up those motors
0: i got on a jet ski about five six years ago carrie's brother was dating a girl before he got married whose father had some. And we're on the Hatchie river and i'll tell you i'd rather drive one than be on the back i hate being on the back because i'm not controlled yeah those things are fucking fast and they're fast and they're fun but they are a lot faster than they were when i had one but when i had one we had a pontoon boat so it was like cool we had a floating we had a mothership just drive around the lakes and you could go high and kick and hit the stream and hit the side of the boat and everybody had a good time Sure. But once again, 55 horses, top speed, what, 50 from 50 mile an hour, maybe on if water that. now, you if know, if that, <laughs> 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 yeah, it, well, it felt like a hundred back then Well, <laughs> at, at a point, at a point though, it, it you do like, man, I want some more horses out of this thing, but it, yeah. it doesn't come to be. But, um, so yeah, I was watching at work today on lunch, I was watching a video and it was it's so interesting to watch Gutfeld on Fox News. It's the only show I watch. He's on it late at night. You ever watch that? What is it? Gutfeld show. Greg Gutfeld on Fox News. No. It's so crazy because he used to be a writer for uh, I think Men's Health. He was the editor for Men's Health. He has um, Tyrus from uh, e- ECW on there. Okay. He's he's on there all the time. And then Cat Temp, who is a um, is an independent, and then we'll have a few other guest people on there. You knew Jim Norton is right, the yeah. comedian. Jim Norton is probably one of the nastiest motherfuckers you'll ever hear. Talks <laughs> about banging prostitutes, all the weird fetishes. He's a, he's on Greg Gutfeld all the time. He's he's oh, a yeah. return guest. Last night, um, oh, shit, I just went blank. Um, he played and he was Goat Boy on Saturday Night Live. Jim Brewer, yeah, Jim Brewer's on there. I forgot. Jim Brewer lives in Naples now. What? Jim Brewer lives in Naples. I know um, the bass player and lead singer for Godsmack live here in Cape Coral. The lead singer used to live here too, but his wife made him leave. Um, Judge Judy lives in Naples. Sean Hannity has a place down there. You know, a lot of these politicians. Sergeant Slaughter used to live down there. The father from Christmas Story died of cancer on Sanibel. So it's not Larry, Larry, Larry Bird, Larry Bird. You know, you know who just moved to Matt Lachey?
1: I think I saw your post about this
0: UFC champion moves to Southwest Florida after Hurricane Ian. Cape Ortiz. Or Dateline Cape Crow, Florida. Technically it's Matt Lachey. It's an annex for 25 years. His name was synonymous with California. The Huntington Beach killer, Huntington Beach Slayer. What well, was he? Huntington Beach bad boy? Yeah. The Huntington Beach bad boy. After all, Tortito's nickname was, I guess I should have just read line three in the fucking article, Don. After, <laughs> you, bro. after all, Tortito Ortiz's nickname was the Huntington Beach bad boy. But now he's the Cape Coral champ. That doesn't have the it's ring to the it. It's not the same. It's not the same. The Mat Lachey murderer. The Mat Lachey mauler.
1: Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one.
0: The Matt Lachey no, (laughs) not whoa!
1: Don't don't go there! Don't go there! You're gonna be on the fucking news. The Matt Lachey Marauder.
0: (laughs) That wouldn't fit on a pair of trunks, though. Besides, all the if he, I think he retired anyhow, didn't he?
1: Tito Ortiz.
0: Yeah. If not, hey, I I think he's retired. You can just hear Joe Rogan saying the Matt Lachey Marauder. (laughs) <laughs> no, the USC guys are not. But anyhow, um, but now he's the Cape Coral champ. Quote, everybody here is genuine, Ortito says. They're nice. Like I said, it gave me hope. Ortito's made a life-changing decision last fall. The five-time USC world champion Hall of Famer had recently retired from fighting. See, once again, if I would read the fucking article, I would have known. <laughs> but, hey, it's 2023. No one reads the articles. Get your shit together, sir. Mm-hmm. He settled in his hometown of California to run his business, start a political career, and spend time with his family. Post Jenna Jameson, who's now dating Jesse Lawless from TikTok Fame. So she moved to Vegas to be she left Florida to move to Vegas to be with Jim and Jamison, and now her kids move to fucking Matlache. That's gonna make for some interesting visitations.
1: <laughs>
0: However, a few days after Hurricane Ian, he got a phone call from a friend in Matlachat. Matula chat, Quote, and I heard the urgency of his voice, Ortito said. He said, Tito, do you think you can come down here to help me? Man, I need help. Boy, don't we. And Matt Lachey, I was just out there not too long ago. That place is still, with the exception of no debris around, it's just, it looks like the shit just went through yesterday. Yep. Everyone on the island needed help. The bridge was washed out. Most homes uh, had wind and water damage. There was no power, no way to communicate with the outside world. So Ortito called some friends who owned businesses and in a couple of days. He raised them as fifty thousand dollars. He personally brought he personally brought generators, gas, and other supplies and delivered them to the people of Matt Lachey. Quote, "I really don't know what I was getting myself into," he said. You could just see everyone was deflated. Everyone felt defeated. They ne- their need was so great that he came back again with more supplies a couple weeks later. And that's when he noticed it. Or Tito said he had never seen a community come together like this before, and we have said that on the show before. I've lived in a bunch of houses down here. You know, you never talk to your neighbors. You might, you know, obviously the right door guy right next door. Yeah, what's up? You you throw a house. nice to see you. What's up? You never yeah. talk to them. Once the power goes out and you live through a hurricane, everybody comes out. Everybody's talking because they kind of want to get the the feel of the neighborhood so they can tell when the looters are coming. Yep, and so. You know, everybody helps each other out. Quote, it gave me hope, he said. It gave me hope that, you know what? America is still alive. America is still together. It's here in Florida, here in Cape Coral, and that opened my eyes to the situation. He said he also found community that was more closely matched to his values. Ortiz says he... I almost want to get this... Whole, whole you know, it's 2023. Sometimes, yeah, let's just... Let's just get this out out of the way. Let's just get this out of the way. Ortito says he has been friends with former president Donald Trump since he appeared on the apprentice television show and he supports the governor Ron DeSantis has done with the schools quote. We love nuclear family. We love God. We love faith. We love our freedom and we love our family. Ortito says Ortito has decided to move his wife and his two boys here in November quote and it's, it was scary for me because I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into," he said. "But once I got here, it brought it it brings joy to me," he said. "His family is now settled in and happy here. He has gotten involved with a number of charitable organizations, and his next project is opening a Mexican restaurant in downtown Cape Coral. God knows we need it because uh, sorry, Iguanamia uh, just doesn't cut it for me." <laughs> <laughs> Being a businessman and trying to help the city grow because I know it's going to be that poor son of a bitch has no idea what it's like to try to run a business in Cape Coral. But with that being said, he ran businesses in California, so it can't be that much difficult. Yeah. As long as you don't want to wrap his van. Uh, being a businessman and trying to help the city grow because I know it's going to grow fast and grow the right way, Ortito says. I know I can make it happen. So, welcome to uh, Cape Coral, champ. That'd be cool if I see you out in boot. oot in a boot. Oot in a boot. Oot in a boot. And maybe uh, you can uh, intimidate some people to stop acting a fool. You know, we've talked about people who decide to embezzle from the business owners, their bosses, the people who are kind enough to give them a goddamn job and give them a little bit of responsibility and make the mistake of giving them access to their bank account and their QuickBooks. Uh oh. Well, what do you get when you have someone who wants to take advantage of people who have the possession of a tow truck? Ooh. Right after hurricane season. Mm-hmm. You got this dick. Allegedly. Lawyers made me say that part.
1: Allegedly.
0: Lee County Sheriff's Office Towing Company accused of Stealing Cars From, uh, from Ian Victims. Cool. <laughs> and of course, if you're going to steal uh, if you're going to steal uh, cars and take them, where would you take them? If you lived in Southwest Florida. Where might uh, a uh, alleged car thief take cars to hide them?
1: Oh. I know where I would take them. Where
0: is that? Which... It
1: probably would take them to, like... Slater Road? That's, that's
0: not... <laughs> Williams Road, Maybe. North Fort Myers? Maybe. <laughs> North Fort Myers, Florida, Lake County Sheriff's Office said three suspects are accused of stealing cars, boats, and golf carts from Hurricane Ian victims. Wow. They, they bonded out of jail and tell Fox 4 that uh what they were suspected of doing is not true. The case started in November when the suspects allegedly started taking vehicles according to the police report. Lee County Sheriff's Office being has began investigating in January when they first when the first incidences were reported. Quote the Sheriff's Office. This was fraud at every level, said Sheriff Carmine Marciano. One of the schemes is they would tow storm-damaged cars, and then lie to the owners that the insurance companies had sent them. So they would just see flooded cars and pull up and hook them up, say, Progressive sent me <laughs> and fucking leave. like, I never reported <laughs> it, Dick. <to." laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Uh, where was I at my story? Oh, yeah. Saying the insurance Company sent quote, The owner of the Philadelphia-based towing company claims that it isn't true. Imagine that. An out-of-town company comes down here, pulls up a plot of land in North Fort Myers, and gets to work. <laughs> I haven't done anything we, wrong," says Garrett we, Marcer.
1: "We didn't do it."
0: The owner of Blessing Towing. Oh, he's one of those cats who uses oh, like Christian-based no. <laughs> titles oh, in his company no. name. Um, uh, it didn't so happen. Boring. There were no stolen cars. What about the golf carts? We didn't steal any cars. We're not here to steal cars. Yeah, go back. Go back to Philadelphia, you prick. I bet he has a Flyers jersey in the back of that truck. <laughs> <laughs> In the police report obtained by Fox for the the supposed scamming involved insurance companies happened at least twice since November, 2022. Other cars taken were simply just broken down. And that's how the Marsanos say detectives traced it back to blessing towing, which operates out of a lot in North Fort Myers. Cause that's where you take things when you don't want cops find them. (laughs) A large break in the case came when the victims reported that their car breaking down and moved off the roadway vanished. Could you imagine that? <laughs> I I know people who've done that with motorcycles. They run out of gas, they break cable brakes, they're crowd rocket, and they get a call and they go home, they find some the truck and go back to the truck. Uh no, I I do, I left you sure you left it. I left it right fucking here. Well, somebody else already <laughs> stopped and put it in the back of their truck, and now you, you've lost your crowd rocket. Sucks to suck. Yep. Um I need to start marking where... Oh, vanished. Uh, they would then charge the owner double to get their vehicle back, the report said. The company charged $75 tow fee on top of the $75 a day fee, which is usually $50. However, the Lee County Ordinance cap is the daily at $35. See, once again, if I read the story. <laughs> the Marsanus say they recovered nine stolen... I'm ca- oh, sorry, the sheriff said they recovered nine, nine times. Nine stolen nine cars, times. a trailer, three golf carts, and two boats. All at the North Fort Myers lot owned by Zuma Robles in the suspected case. Quote, yes, I towed them. Every car we have, we have paperwork for. When Fox 4 asked for the paperwork for the business license, he claimed the sheriff's office took it all. How convenient. Mm. According to state records, Blessing Towing is registered for the state license that started in December 2022. For those of you who have never opened a business in the fine state of Florida, or anywhere for that matter, It costs you $125 in a signature to start a business down here. Yep. It's real fucking simple. But if you just started your business and you don't know this, stay on top of that expiration date because it costs you $500 to renew it if you missed the fucking date. Say, well, gee, Don, that's funny. Why would it only be $125 to start a business but $500 if you missed the date? Because they got you by the short hairs. They know that your bank account has that name on it. Your mailing address has the name on it. Everything. So, uh. That's why Digital 410 Productions now Digital 410 Media, but I digress. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, let's see. According to the state record, blah, 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 they're licensed to operate business in Lee County. The police report states the company violated other touring regulations, including failing to notify law enforcement when towing a vehicle and other operational procedures. Fun fact. When the boys deep six their Ultima in the <laughs> Cape Coral Canal, He was on the phone with like 911, the police office, like 20 minutes. They could, sir, I need your location. I'm at the boat ramp on Lake Mead off of Kismet. Sir, we need to know the the side streets. I pulled up. I I said, it's the only boat ramp on Lake Mead. (laughs) Sir, we need, long story short, cops finally getting there. We already got our kayak. Cops come up. and say, do you know these guys? Nope. Did you see it happen? No, but I got GoPro footage from about 100 yards down when the car was still floating. <laughs> Apparently, this has done a lot as insurance fraud down here. Um, I don't know how often it happens with an actual trailer intact, but um, prior to the police getting there, I told the guy, hey, I can call around and try to get you a tow truck. The tow truck informed me that in cases such as this, they cannot tow a vehicle until the police, they have to be contacted by the cops. Because they have to investigate to see if they can determine if it's any insurance fraud. So, like, if you were to back your car down a boat ramp on accident and, like, fuck it, I'm just going to call the tow truck and file an insurance claim, tow truck can't come out. you got to call the cops. The cops got to come, file a report, and then they contact the tow company. So, just keep that in mind if you're thinking about pulling some insurance fraud and dumping your truck <laughs> in a in a three-foot canal. Which, by the way, as we said back then, you see all these movies driving Cop, police chase, or maybe a murderer's chasing them, or they're drunk, psycho boyfriend. They driving late at night, skid off the road, and they fly over the bridge into the water. And water's rushing in. They're freaking out. The car's sinking. They can't get their seatbelt off. They're drowning. They're dying. That fucking Nissan Maxima floated for twenty-five minutes with all four windows down and the trunk popped. <laughs> <laughs> These things don't sink quick. You got all the it's, fucking time in the world. <laughs> it's not real. I I loved uh, a while back. I saw this footage of a, a car maybe somewhere in Florida in the canal. Ladies in the door I'm drowning! I'm drowning! I can't get out. Cop walked to her car. The water was above his fucking up to his waist. <laughs> it's like, how long have you been in the car? Your windows are down. I understand that you might be afraid to get out, but maybe just dip a toe in, <laughs> see how deep it is. Maybe break off the antenna and poke around a little bit. When a cop literally wades across the canal and opens your door, <laughs> come on, man, come on! He made a guy I get watch. his polyester pants all wet. I watch
1: videos all the time on uh, YouTube. The Miami um, boat
0: ramp on TikTok. The
1: Miami boat ramp. The what's it called? Black, black something. I forget what it's called, but the Miami boat ramp and um, Hallover Inlet. You ever seen those videos?
0: No, I just saw the Miami the Miami boat ramp. Some of them are boring, but some of them are just like you're like it's a it's an exercise of stupidity. Yeah, it really is.
1: And, it really is.
0: And some of these guys aren't in John boats. Some of these guys aren't in bass trackers. Some of these guys are like in a hundred thousand dollar freaking what are they uh, Donzies or whatever two hundred thousand dollar Donzies and they're just scraping the side of the boat ramp or. Dude had, like,
1: an $80,000 fucking Triton or something like that. He's in a Jeep. Can't back down the ramp worth of shit. That's trail rated. The, angle. Dude was, the guy, the YouTube guy, was filming him for, like, a half an
0: hour, and he finally gave up and just fucking took off. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's 38 people in line.
1: Yeah, waiting. Waiting on this fucking jack wagon.
0: You know, as much as we talk shit about our crusty boat ramps in, in Cape Coral, I prefer those over the concrete boat ramps because it's the concrete that gets all the scub on it that makes them so damn slippery. It's that yeah. buildup of green slime. It, it
1: gets... I've slipped a few times. I,
0: the, there's like one boat ramp uh, over by a BMX, I think, it's concrete, and they're, they're slippery and shit. I'd much rather have yeah. the sandy boat ramps.
1: I think... I honestly think that... Um, saltwater ramps are the worst because, you know, they get all that bacteria and whatnot that's in the water that just, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're worse. And I was taking my boat out one time. was on the ramp, fucking slipped, went in the fucking drink. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. In front of everybody. <laughs> and you look stupid. Sucker. And then you're getting all your, sh- your fucking truck is all wet now. You're sitting in fucking water. Mm-hmm. Chump. Yeah. I'm an idiot.
0: It's my first time, guys. I'm not going to read the entire article, but March 19th, Dateline, three days ago, Florida could be on daylight savings time (laughs) permanently if new bill passed. And I so hope this bill fucking passes. The only reason I can go fishing until 9.30 on a fucking weeknight is because now it don't get dark till 8.45 because of daylight saving time. And I hope they stick to this. I hope they... I was talking to my mom in Kentucky. I like regular time. That's fine. That works for you. But down here in in Florida, it makes sense to stick to this time for tourists. You come down here in the wintertime when it's not so fucking hot and you like to go to Disneyland or places with your kids and not get dark at 6 o'clock, you can spend more money, be at the beach later. It just makes more... Go out fishing after work. It makes sense for... A place like Florida that relies heavily on tourism and outside recreation to go move to this time zone, and I hope they move to this time zone and not the other one. If they move to the other one, I'm gonna be fucked like Chuck.
1: Well, we've we've talked about this before about the origin of daylight savings. World
0: War One, exactly. Everybody thinks but. it's for farming. No, it's for production right. with uh, blacking out factories during wartime. Right, and they they removed it after World War One. They reincorporated World War Two, and then we just ah, we forgot. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And my okay, so what is daylight saving sign? Is it now or is it the other
0: I don't know. I hopefully it's now.
1: If like this being daylight saving sign now?
0: I think so, because now it's dark it's lighter longer and if you were working in a plant or in a place where you don't want to use artificial light to give away your location, yeah. Then you could get natural light. So it would suck if they go if they Hopefully, they move it to now. I doubt they will, but I. I let's see. Do, 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 do. Under the Uniform Act of 1966, states can choose not to observe daylight savings time the time between March and November. But they can't choose to stay. Oh, that sucks. They can't choose to stay on daylight savings time all year round. Well, then don't change it. <laughs> However, many states have enhance legislation that would put them on permanent daylight savings time if congressional action gives them the opportunity. So do it. <laughs> the new, say once again, no show prep. The that new was bill ro- inter-
1: That was a roller coaster of, of emotions. emotions. Right don't do it. Wait, no, 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 do it. The new bill
0: introduced by Representative Mike Rogers, Republican from Alabama, I don't know why he has anything to do with Florida, but whatever, hopes to do just that. Rogers' bill introduced earlier this month would give states the power to stay on daylight savings time all year round. Remaining on daylight savings time could give could have tremendous benefits to the economy and people's health. Furthermore, yeah, you can get more vitamin D. Furthermore, changing our clocks twice a year is a necessary and outdated nuisance, Rogers said in his statement Monday. Um, what states are awaiting congressional approval? At least 19 states have already enhanced legislations or resolutions to stay on daylight savings time primarily according to the National Conference of State Legislators. That sounds like a boring group of assholes. Isn't,
1: like, Kentucky or Arkansas one of them?
0: Let's see. No, you completely missed. Oh, no, wait a minute. Legislators in Arkansas and Oklahoma have introduced bills to remain on daylight savings time and permanently if Congress... Okay, so back up a little bit. So, 19 states have already enhanced legislation and resolutions to stand daylight savings time permanently according to the National Convention of State... Those sound like a boring group of assholes. Okay, we're back to where we were. (laughs) Those states include Alabama, Colorado... I don't understand how this works.
1: It's perplexed.
0: I'm I'm an IT guy. I'm a web developer. So I'm looking at this paragraph, and we'll go back. Those states include Alabama, Colorado, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Louisiana, Maine, Minnesota, Montana, Ohio, Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, Washington, Wyoming, California, and to authorize a change. Right-click, open a new tab. Okay, the reason I was perplexed, In that paragraph, Alabama has a hyperlink attached to it. Colorado has a hyperlink attached to it. Delaware does not. Florida does. Georgia does. Idaho doesn't. Louisiana does. Maine doesn't. Minnesota doesn't. So I'm like, why do some of these states have a hyperlink? I was thinking maybe you could click on them and actually read their proposed bill. But it just goes to the local news story about the same goddamn thing. (laughs) So anyhow, I get caught up in weird shit like that. Legislators in Arkansas and Oklahoma have introduced bills that remain in daylight savings time permanently. Congress allows and blah blah blah. Lawmakers in Nebraska introduced a similar bill that would go that would also need a third neighboring state to pass the law on the matter according to why is that? New Mexico lawmakers are considering two pieces of legislation, one to keep the state on standard time, dicks, another to make daylight savings time permanent. Woo. If all the parts of, if all of parts of Texas, specifically El Paso County, Texas, passes similar laws. I wonder if it's because a lot of those smaller states rely on large city municipalities to provide services, and if your time zones didn't match, you wouldn't be able to get like some of the banks and shit. <laughs> that's the only thing that makes sense to me, because why would you care what your neighboring state was doing? Unless you're like some podunk place. And Well, shit, if we stay ahead, our people get out of work at five, but that's going to be Six there. They can't go to the bank to cash or check. I don't know. It's just weird that they would require neighboring states to pass the same law.
1: I mean, I was always taught that states can govern themselves and yeah, fuck club. everybody else. Yep.
0: Isn't it funny how that works? Very. When I was a producer, Stan Haney, there was a, a listener who would email often. And he was all about, yeah. Colorado, California, legalized marijuana. Yeah, woo! Okay, cool, yeah, fucking state right. I'm down for the cause. Very next paragraph. I can't believe California is not enforcing fucking immigration laws, just the federal laws. It's like, what, you can't have it both ways. You can't be happy that California says, fuck federal laws, we're legalizing marijuana, but yeah. fuck federal laws, we're not enforcing, uh, you know, when it comes to laws, you can't have it both ways. And if you want federalism, sometimes there's going to be shit that you don't appreciate that becomes legal, and you just, you can't you can't pick and choose. It's all or nothing. That's,
1: that's the separation. Mm-hmm. That's that's my side's right, your side's wrong. My side's right, your side's wrong. That's that's where people get you know argumentative. And the and,
0: biggest problem with twenty twenty three, and you're old enough that you may remember this saying, maybe not. My parents heard it a lot, especially, you know, growing up the children of, you know, the generation who fought in World War II and fought off communism, Nazism, and fascism. Mm -hmm. And that saying was, you have the right to say whatever you want to say. I have the right not to agree with it, but I will stand by your side for your right to say what it is you want to fucking say. Right. Now it's. You can't say that. That hurts my feelings. You need to shut the fucker. or we'll get you canceled and lose your job. Yep. And that is a problem. It's a big problem. A huge problem. It's insane. And we got to resolve that. Well, and I think, and I think things are slowly starting to turn around. I mean, the thing that bothers me is like, you
1: know, that you have like all these college campuses and, and you know, it's now progressing into like high schools and stuff like that where it's like, Oh, well, we have a safe space for you and anytime you need it, you can go there. Why? Why? Life is hard. The world is cruel. Get over it. That's my thought on it. Like you can't sit here and cry and, and, and whine about, oh this person said this to me or this this didn't make me feel right or this this depressed me or, or you know th- that's you. That's you doing that to yourself. You nobody else controls your feelings. Mm-hmm. You control you control your own feelings, and you can't sit here and blame everybody else, you know, for what's going on in your head. So that I mean that just shit like that just Well me. it's
0: it's so crazy that the the extreme left has gone they've gone back to their roots. Mm-hmm. You have colleges that are literally trying to reintegrate segregation. <laughs> we People fought, some died, some got sprayed with high-powered fucking water hoses, had goddamn police dogs sicked on them while protesting to open up and desegregate schools, desegregate workplaces, desegregate the military. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King marched for this stuff. And it was considered a civil rights When, when we finally got rid of all these archaic, bullshit, racist laws, the segregations, the white water fountain, the black water fountains, all that, the fucking black people sit up in the balcony of the goddamn, which, by the way, I'd much rather sit up there You get a better view, but we get rid of all that shit. And then these, out for the little guy, progressive groups, oh, well, we need all black, we need to kick the white folk out of the, so basically you're reincorporating segregation. But segregation on your terms, so now it's all right? No.
1: the, the The role, it's role reversal. It's role
0: reversal. I'm trying to find out what state. Some state just is considering removing standardized grading system from high school because certain demographics of their student body have a tendency not to graduate high school. And so for the sake of equality and equity... They're removing the standards, so you're just going to put out dumb kids. You're not going to force grades. It it makes no sense.
1: I no, and and see, I'm I'm a little on the fence about stuff like that because I get standardized testing and no,
0: I'm not talking talking like F cats and that. I'm talking about like you got to be in this class, you got to F in this class. Yeah, like pass fail. Right. Well, if you don't, I don't know, I, I, I guess if you don't have a grading system, how do you make sure people get the basic, and by the way, for those of you who new to this podcast, I was a dumb fuck. I had a learning disability from second grade until I graduated high school when it came to reading, math, and science. I was put in an old broom closet with about four other kids who had a, a burnt out teacher teaching us those because it's so funny they didn't have cute acronyms back then they didn't have code words you were literally in ld classes which stood for learning disabled or as we like to call it literally dumb and you know what they called the other classes mainstream how's that help your fucking? how's that on the old self-esteem you're not in (laughs) mainstream for reading science and math you're in the ld classes and literally they would be old broom closets there'd be like four desks crammed in there and a an old teacher. And and yeah. so don't for those you listening saying, "Well, you're just saying you're you're not down for this because you probably were at the topic. No. I struggled through 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 high school. I mean, I graduated my senior year with probably two Cs and Ds and I had an A in like photography, ceramics and woodshop, but like I passed college prep history with a D. Imagine that the guy who had a learning disability but was in college preparatory history he went on to do a history podcast 23 years later but when it came, I I still can't do math I still but anyhow that's why when I read stories a lot I struggle but anyhow I'm getting better so but no it's one thing to get to reorganize the grading structure because it's time to do it it's something else to say we're going to do it because a certain group of people struggle with this not because of their mental capacity, or their blah blah blah, because a lot of times it's with their home life. Just like there are certain states who said, "Okay, we're going to we're going to get rid of detentions and suspensions because certain people get suspended and detained." That doesn't fix the behavior problem. It doesn't no. fix the fact that they punch your teacher in the fucking mouth. They just can't get sent away for it now. Yeah. And so, there's something to be said about teaching. Consequences for your actions. I mean, once again, I probably my senior year, I probably had 23 detentions for skipping class, doing this and that, but I'd get a detention. But and so once again, I'm by no means a scholar or you know, uh, I hated I didn't participate in any school activities. I didn't you know, I wasn't excited to get a prep or at least I was pretty much anti-school. But with that being said, even at my age now, I understand the basic fundamental importance of a lot of that shit. If not anything other than learning how to be at a place you don't want to be for eight hours a day, i.e. training you to get a fucking job. Yeah. And so it's if you a, don't have like, guidelines, like standards, activities. and repercussions in high school, yeah, we're already seeing it now. I don't want to work. I ain't working. Mm-hmm. When I'm onboarding people in the Philippines to work at uh, medical offices in South Dakota because people in South Dakota don't want to work, mm-hmm. they're not doing it because they're cheaper. They're doing it because they can't find people to fucking walk into the office every day. That's yeah. a problem. And so now yeah. we're saying, okay, well, let's get rid of the standardization and, you know, organization at school. Just, I don't know. It's just crazy to me.
1: Well, the, you know, there are certain things in schools that I think that they, you know, the, the academic atmosphere has pretty much stayed the same over the last however long. It's always been, you know, your your basics math, science, language arts, social studies, history, geography, algebra, whatever. And the race that, theory. Yeah. I, I transgender mean, the,
0: theory. <laughs> oh Anti Christian theory.
1: The thing that, that gets to me is like my father says it all the time, he's like, you know, why don't they teach like, you know, they don't even have in some schools um what was that? Well, I didn't I never took that class like baking or whatever it was.
0: Home economics. Home ec. We had it. a
1: lot of schools they don't even teach that anymore.
0: Well, see, and that's the thing. Maybe we need to go instead of getting rid of grades, instead of getting rid of structure, maybe the states need to do what a lot of states do. Now not once again state rights, you can do whatever you want. But as you said, when I I went to school in the 80s and 90s, I graduated in 1997, so you can count backwards to when I was in, you know, middle school in 93. Yeah. I had a home economic. I had to make the pillowcase. I had to make boxer shorts. I learned how to use a sewing machine. To this day, I don't have a sewing machine, but all my World War II patches I sew on, I know how to sew because of home economics. Right. Um, that got – I was I was at the last generation of that. When I was in high school, the middle school kids got – home economics went away, but they got life skill classes. Yeah. Balancing checkbooks, which made sense. Life skills. And I think woodshop probably, I was in woodshop, so I learned how to use table saws, band saws, which came in handy when I was building ambulances, which came in handy doing all the work I did. Sure. Once again, I wasn't stellar. I never went to college. I worked a lot of manual labors before I got to where I am now. But I think maybe we need to go to the old school. And here's a perfect example. Grove City High School. They, they well, I guess Southwest City Schools in, in Columbus did this. They realize that not all students are the same. Mm-hmm. They realize not everybody's going to fuck in college. They realize that not everybody can sit through eight hours work day. I mean, school day. Yeah. They realized some people would probably need to get a head start on working. So they would have work programs. You'd go to school. You would take your required classes. No electives, just the required classes. And then you would get your elective credits by. You would leave at 11. You'd go to work. Go yeah. work fast food, go work in a mechanic shop, go change oil, whatever. Mm-hmm. Your boss fills out the sheet of paper, how many hours you put in, and you got elective. So that that's an educated formulated for you. Yeah. If you're on the other end of the spectrum, you're a smart kid. You got your your junior year rolls around, you got all your requirements, you got your basic, you know, you maybe started school early, you 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 went to summer school. You got all these extra credits. So now your junior year, you're going to have all the credits you need. So you go to school for whatever you need to get done at noon. You went to college. These kids are already going to college. Yeah. And then they had the kids who, okay, you're not going to college, but you're not one that needs to start work, but you need a tradable skill. So you're going to go to Grove city for your, your main classes. And that, 11 o'clock, you're heading over to Hayes Tech Technical School. You're going to learn how to use a lathe. You're going to learn how to machine shit. Gordon, mm. Gordon went there. He, complete waste of time because the technology went away. He learned how <laughs> to do magazine layout designs manually with the light boards, the cutting X-Acto knives, laying out the fonts, all before Photoshop. All before, He he took four years of that shit. Yeah. Could have went and worked at a print shop. So, Southwestern city schools is really good about offering solutions for people who have different ways of learning smart kids, you know, the kids who barely stick around or kids who want to further their education in the manual labor field to become a welder, what have you. And I think maybe that would be more viable solution than saying, well, your grades suck. You're not interested in school. So let's just change the school. How about you offer them solutions? Hey, get your math class reading class, head over to the trade school or head off to work, whatever. Well, shit! I wish I was in high school now. Southwest Florida. Mm-hmm. School choice. Yeah. Very cool. There's some bad parts about it. Busing and traffic being a big problem. But I never had a kid down here in the school mm-hmm. system until Sariana. Start going to open house. Is your kid in high school yet? No. Wait until he's in high school. Open house is like a fucking timeshare meeting. <laughs> because the school gets paid X amount of money for each student. Yeah. So it behooves them to have programs that for a particular student. You go to North Fort Moore, go to North Fort Myers High School. It's almost like fame. They have all the general classes, but all the electives are based off of arts. <laughs> You can do set production design, design movie and TV sets. They have video game design. You can ro- code video game. They have drone and robotics classes. They have mm. music, fucking theater. It's all art-based stuff. And yeah. then you go to Cape Coral High School and it's more general education plus ROTC, um, farming, this and that and the other thing. And then you go to this high school and then they have the general – because because of school choice – Now they've turned into businesses, and they got to have something that separates them from the other school to try to get kids who are interested in that. And so you go, and they have – every one of them is different because it's all based off of what their school has designed their curriculum around to get people in the seats to get that as money. So you you go to these things, and you feel like you're at a timeshare. Oh, this is why you need to come to our high school. These are the programs we offer. Those people suck. (laughs) And you feel like you're at a timeshare. Maybe it's insane. it's,
1: It's a business. They're trying to sell you when i was in when i was in high school we kind of had like like we would choose like a career pathway so when you when you first you know when you were a freshman in high school you had like one of like four or six different pathways or something like that that you could choose and mm-hmm. they had those standard classes for that pathway that you would have to take
0: doctor lawyer trash man or construction worker. oh <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> well, i I took an, uh, well, I, I think I started uh, as a, no, I didn't take, I, I was going to take an engineering pathway, because I like, you know, building and design and stuff like that, and I think I changed it or something like that, and I ended up, I graduated high school a semester early, but that is in no way, shape, or form any kind of pat on the back because i'm not that smart i (laughs) I graduated early because i had enough credits and i was able to do that but i took
0: let's see three
1: out well i took an hour and a half of construction one
0: well, see, I was going to say I've forgotten all about it because I never took it. I took wood shop, but our wood shop teachers taught two periods of construction for kids who teach you how to f- frame a wall, teach you how to hang drywall and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then you also had for architecture <clears throat> class. And yeah. so they had something for everybody.
1: But see, I was also in a very small town and very, you like know, Jack and school. Diane small town. Like the school was built in 1950, and everybody who's everybody went there. And my
0: cousin's high school in Chillicothe was so small that his entire school body, student body, was like 500 people. Mine was three. When I graduated, I had 600 (laughs) seniors graduating. Jesus. They had 900 freshmen coming in the following year. Because wow. Grove City High School in 1997 is like Cape Coral is today. It was just booming. Yeah. 900 freshmen coming in the following year. Right. And that's when they had to start staggering schedules. Mm-hmm. Freshman, sophomore coming early. Juniors and seniors coming later. And they did yeah. that for a while.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you know, it, I agree with you. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, there should be it, – it should be more – broad but i also think like you know home ec classes and you know like you were saying life skill classes should be more popular because when i was in school nobody fucking taught us how to do checks and balances and and money management or anything like that you know no real life skills you know it was you did your basic required classes and then you got your
0: electives and that was it you know i didn't you know i I wonder if the financial collapse of wokeness is going to hurry up and, and get that shit out of the ethos. Here's what I mean by that. You had Sam Bankman Freed, who started that Bitcoin place that bamboozled everybody, lost all the money. You know, all these celebrities are doing fucking Super Bowl ads. The government was selling them bonds, and then they went under. Now he's looking at prison.
1: Was it that? Was it Bitcoin or was it like FTC? It was FTC. FTC. It was, yeah, the one that,
0: yeah. And then we had the video footage of the the guy that the Biden administration put in charge of the disposal of nuclear waste, the guy who liked to uh, have a beard, wear lipstick, and then go steal bags at the fucking airport. Mm. Some people are saying that possibly he was hired just because he was... The flavor of the month in that administration, oh, here's a great, give this guy a job, he's trans, everything's about LGBT, we'll look good. Mm-hmm. Saw it happen there. Um, The Silicon Valley Bank that just went out of business. You heard about that, right? Yeah. Damn near knocked our economy for a loop. <sighs> Stories coming out. Their entire board, at least the main five seats were all women, not a single dude. Not saying that women can't do the job, but this particular company, because they, their only clientele were tech businesses, mm-hmm. and we know most of the tech stuff is where this shit comes from, and so they were focusing on woke policies. They weren't focusing on standard, regular, run-of-the-mill banking. Let's make the, they were. We got to incorporate these policies, these things that possibly weren't meeting the requirements of normal banking, but they were doing it just so that it looked good in the in the times, right? And the person who was in charge of making sure that that bank followed all the guidelines, there's a quote to her saying that she's not paying attention. There's no problem of default and this and that, and focusing on the all this woke stuff. And it's just like it just seems like more and more of these people who actively hire now. There's nothing wrong with hiring a trans person if they have the resume. Yeah. Once again, my neighbor down the street, the fucking Vietnam vet. When I moved in, he wore a Harley, had his his fucking Harley. He still rides his Harley. Camaro had his equality sticker on it. I knew the guy was openly gay. Hung out with him through the, the hurricane. Not Ian. The one out before, checked on him. You know, drank a few beers. One day, I see him walking through the fucking Publix wearing a dress and fake boobs. See him walking down the running path where it's so funny because I love the fact he's committed. He's hes the, hes going down the, the walking path in women's spandex, sports bra, but he has foam wedges on. It's like you do realize women have running shoes, right? You don't have to go out and exercise in the foam wedge flip-flops. You can put on a pair of sanctionese or fucking women's brooks. You don't have to commit the whole but so he's so committed but once again guys old enough to make the choices he he has experience and so my yeah. point is if you're interviewing people and this person has a resume and at whatever point in their life they decided to transition fan fantastic yeah pat him, him her they them on the back give him a fucking name tag I'm going to little deep dark here real quick uh-oh <laughs> just Explain to them that they need to be comfortable and settled on their name. Because Bill Gates is a prick. Bill Gates is so old school that when he designed Active Directory, that's how your computer networks work. When you get a job and the IT guy gives you a username, he puts your user account in Active Directory. That's where all your user rights, that's how they give you access to certain folders, certain computers, certain printers, et cetera, et cetera. Even in the modern-day Azure Active Directory, which is an 0365 cloud, that's how you can share files through SharePoint, yada, yada, yada. I say all that to say this. Active Directory does not like name changes. Apparently, back in the 70s and 80s, Bill Gates never thought women would work in the corporate office because when they get married and change their fucking name, they either A, have to be happy with their maiden name, or you have to delete the entire fucking account and build it from the ground up because Active Directory does not support name changes. And I did have to do this for a person who transitioned. So I say, oh, let's say this. When you hire them, they, he, sure, and whatever, just say, hey, can you settle on your name now? <laughs> so when the IT guy spends fucking hours building your user rights through our government office and you decide to change your name... Three months from now, he don't have to go back and rebuild it all because Bill Gates, for whatever reason, never thought women or trans to be in the work environment. Who get married and need to change their fucking maiden names. Yeah. So anyhow, hire people based on whatever happened to hiring people based on merit. Now it's uh, merit's not as important. What's more important is optics. Do they have a beard and lipstick? Hire them. But he didn't graduate? She didn't. They didn't graduate. Uh, who cares? Which, by the way, am I the only one that's noticing the new Amazon commercial? I haven't seen it. There is an Amazon commercial that has a in-your-face, on-the-nose, ambiguously genderless appearance. (laughs) Kind of looks like maybe a Hispanic version of the guy from... Workaholics with the afro, okay, but the afro is smaller. She looks like a woman, big old gap in her teeth, but has like the mustache of a fifteen-year-old boy, uh, a thirteen-year-old Mexican see that boy. Commercial. Oh, wearing I did a dress, has the mustache of like a thirteen-year-old middle school Hispanic boy, you know, because they yeah. they start growing in quick. Gap in the teeth, and you, it's like, is that a dude in a dress or is that a chick with a be must that oh, oh, we're not allowed to ask anymore. It's like so on the nose. it's like okay Amazon's like we're gonna take this shit and go full force with it and every time I watch I'm like, what's the angle here? <laughs> and it's like it's so I don't know I guess there's certain times when you see things your your body just says something's not right here and i would, and I would almost be willing to guess that that actor or actress doesn't portray themselves that manner in real yeah. life. It's almost like the mustache was applied. It's not real. It's like makeup. It's 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 like the set production crew went out of their way. It's one thing to hire a trans actor or a trans actress or trans they whatever, an act (laughs) tie. I don't know what you would call. But when you take somebody and you overdo it, it's like, okay, now you're just doing it to prove a point. Like, oh, we're gonna. I don't know. It's like really. But it's just like, every time I watch I'm like, which way are we flying here? Nobody knows anymore. Yeah, I guess I need to do it. What's like with, hold on. uh... Hold on. I just. I'm sure we just got this show banned. Oh, yeah. Trains, trains, fucking trains. March 9th, Norfolk Uh Southern train derails in Alabama hours after CEO gets grilled by Congress for the Ohio derailment. Oh, my God. There's been like four train derailments in four weeks, and only one of them was not a Norfolk Southern train.
1: It's, it's, It's a conspiracy.
0: It's not a conspiracy, especially when I think we talked about it last week or two weeks ago when there's audible footage of a train yard superintendent yelling at the maintenance guys telling them to stop tagging out train cars with bad wheel bearings because it slowed down production. And then you find out the trains in Ohio crashed due to wheel bearing failures. And this wasn't even the same train company. And as I explained, the whole sound of the banshees coming through my tent because of the poorly missed maintained fucking trains. It's just it's I don't know it's crazy, there's so much craziness going on. was their payload as dangerous as no luckily not <sighs> tomorrow's the big day. Jasper's getting his nuts clipped. <gasps>
1: oh, the Carrie pole. was thinking
0: oh. about Carrie was thinking about postponing an effort to get Bailey knocked up, but it's like we don't know if Jasper's full breed I don't want to be a breedist, but you know, some people say you know you already got people saying you shouldn't breed Boston's and Frenchies and pugs because their noses and all that. It's like, do you want to breed one with a dog that you're not sure is a hundred percent full bred? Yeah, could cause you know you might be creating dogs that's going to have bigger health problems. But so yep, yeah, tomorrow. Funny thing is that he's getting his balls chopped tomorrow, and she's starting to show signs of going in heat. And Carrie's like, should Maybe we? we should wait <laughs> But the problem is, is we went to a low-cost ca- clinic because yeah. my vet wanted $600. So we went to a low-cost clinic that's $150, mm-hmm. and we've had to put a deposit down. And if you don't cancel, within 24 business hours. And so like if we were to cancel, we'd lose like 100 bucks. So you're getting a dick cut tomorrow, dude. Sorry. I have to do it. He doesn't pee in the house. He's not squatting and pissing, but he's lifting his leg, marking territory, trying to find a bitch. Yeah. And I can't have him spraying in my fucking house. Yeah, it's fucking gross. So I've I've heard that's a that's a common misconception though. It is, but I'm sure it'll help when he doesn't have the testosterone. Yeah, because they also settle down and become easily more manageable when you get them fixed. Come I've up. always thought that. I just yeah. heard that that was a. Yeah. So anyhow, we're hoping. And plus, summer vacations coming here soon. See, the, he doesn't do it during the, when we're home. He does it during the day, and so. We, it's hard to potty train him right now. See, when we got Bailey, it was during the pandemic and the school summer break, and so when we got her, someone was home to let her out every 30 yeah. minutes. And so right. they have the doggy door, and he's smart enough not to do it when we're home. So hopefully in the summertime with Carrie being home from school, we can uh, try to break him with that habit. Because other than that, he's a great dog, but that's just a bad fucking habit. Luckily, is I he got the the floor.
1: Is he still pulling all of his toys out of the basket and s- not only has he put on the them yard. on,
0: the basket is now empty, but his new thing is now when he gets a toy that Bailey wants, he gets in the basket and then wedges the ball up on the inside so she can't get to it. So now the basket has become like his safe space. He actually gets bitch, in, This is mine. He gets in the basket and then and in, in, in pushes the ball up towards the side so she can't get it from the outside. Oh, my God. Carrie sent me a picture in the basket, and I came home and he was in the basket again.
1: so now he jumps in
0: the basket and the other thing he started now is he likes to wedge Bailey's uh, Bailey sleeps under the blankets and he does sometimes too but now he likes to wedge himself under the pillow so I'm trying to sleep my head's slowly getting lifted up and the pillows are moving it's like come on dude
1: Melissa she gets so pissed because we'll go to bed and we have a black lab Maya Mm -hmm. which by the way they lost their ranking as America's favorite dog I know I'm depressed Um, she's 80 pounds roughly Mm -hmm. and we have a king bed and i'm no slim fit fella and you know she hops up on the bed and at night like last night in particular she was she was super pissed she woke up she was tired she didn't even go to work today but she was like because maya will always she curls up into a ball and she gets right up on her legs and she doesn't move all night long. And if you flinch, she growls. She gets down off the bed and she starts barking at you in the middle of the night. And I'm sleeping away. Like I don't even,
0: you know, nothing, nothing like that wakes me up anymore. But well, Bailey gets under the um, bed and then she stretches out and she'll kick you in the side and scratch the shit out of you. <laughs> and so you're getting kicked all night long. But Bailey, yeah. but Jasper doesn't. Yeah, Maya, she's a She's a wild one Fun fact Fun fact Fun fact Fun fact What's bigger? A king size bed or a California king?
1: Ooh They're about the same aren't
0: they? Maybe technically, if you look at the math, a king size bed is bigger.
1: The California is a little bit longer, isn't it? It's
0: longer and skinnier. Okay. So a king size bed is 76 inches wide by 80 inches long. California is 72 inches wide by 84. So it's longer for the tall fucks like me. But you I don't know why they can't give you both. Why can't you have the 84 plus the 76?
1: They so have you seen the Alaskan and like Texas king beds? No. Oh my god. They're like like I think the Alaskan king is like a regular king bed and then a uh not a queen, a twin put together. Wow, yeah, it's yeah, pretty big. It's massive. It's massive.
0: Alaskan King Bed Company. What's the dimensions on that? Alaskan King. Don't quote me on that. I... <laughs> Bed. I, I just know it's really fucking big. It's big. I mean, look at the dimensions. I've already forgot the dimensions of the California King, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you said it was a uh, seventy-two by eighty-four.
0: Yeah. Dimensions in guide. No. eighty by seventy-six. Okay. So standard queen bed is sixty by eighty. Okay. So mm. you lose four inches on your length. Standard king is seventy-six by eighty. As we said, a California king is seventy-two by eighty-four. A Texas king is eighty by ninety-eight. So you gain a you know a good extra. 14 inches
1: yeah
0: Alaskan king is 108 by 108 perfectly square (laughs) it's
1: fucking massive
0: but not that crazy but still bigger than the Texas king is the Wyoming king oh yeah I've heard of this 84 by 84 inches and then the split king 76 by 80 so, the 76 is wider than the California King, but shorter yeah. than the California King. So, actually, the Split King is the same size as the Standard King. So, I don't know. Oh, it's a Split, so you can adjust it and have different firmnesses. Whoa. So, the Standard Queen is best for single people, small spaces. Standard King is couples who want a little extra room. California King is for tall fucks like me that need a longer mattress. Texas King, couples with pets, people that need extra space in bed. I hate the W people. Alaskan <laughs> King, couple with young children and pets, people in large bedroom spaces. Yeah, I guess it does look weird when you have a big-ass room and a small-ass bed, even if that bed's a California king. Yeah. I don't need to chat. You're, you're covering up my... Sp- go away. The Wyoming That's King the is for couples with young children, i.e. kids, people, the kids who still sleep in their bed. And the Split King are couples with different mattress preferences, couples that need an easy way to move in bed. So... I need firm, I need soft, and we don't ever cuddle because otherwise someone would be sleeping in the gap. You ever do that when you're a kid? Like, you're poor and, like, you got two singles and you push them together to try to make a queen and then you just fall into the gap and the beds push apart? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you get lucky, the sheet holds you Look <laughs> like at hammock.
1: Oh, yeah. Remember those uh, beds? What were those beds? Um, hide-a-bed?
0: Murphy-bed? Yeah. Bed? The yeah, hide-a-bed and the mattress and the couch was always the worst. It had the metal bar.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. A couch bed?
0: Yeah, yeah, that metal but- bar was always right right where your spine met your pelvis. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't matter how new that mattress was, how many blankets you put down, how many egg crate foam, that thing just always. Hide-a-beds are only good for kids who are under the height of three feet <laughs> so yeah. so that the bar goes underneath their calves. You remember the old ones from like the eighties and
1: nineties? Yeah, I used to sleep on one. They hit yeah. They had the fucking it was it was a gap. I don't know. Yeah, between the between the head of the bed and the yeah, your
0: pillows would sink down. Yep. (laughs) I remember sleeping on my grandmother's and I can remember still makes my teeth numb the thought of scraping my fingernail on the metal frame. Oh don't Don't do that. Murphy beds. Murphy Murphy beds beds. Those are like in studio apartments in New York. We have no room. The bed flips up. But a good one
1: can be comfortable. But a lot of those Murphy beds, like if you just like go to your local fucking bed store or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got a Murphy bed here. It's like fucking a couple grand or whatever.
0: We are on the same page at Mattress Firm. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. My favorite one is on, I don't know if they still have them, but on Pine Island. There used to be one on one side of Pine Island, right across the street. There's another one. You can like see in the showroom from the other one. Yep. 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 hmm Yeah. Yep. 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 So we're going to get accuracy. up at 7. we got to drop the dog off at 7.30. I told so we should just pack up our shit, drop him off, and go fishing. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Might still be a little dark morning fishing morning fishing in the daylight sucks for me but maybe dark morning fishing yeah but, but even even like i've been out many a
1: time in the morning and even if you don't catch anything it's just like you know you're up early <laughs> see I'm the, I'm the other
0: because i get at 5 30 every morning so i'm like noon rolls around the line caught shit i was like fuck i should have stayed in bed <laughs>
1: <laughs> waste of my time I used to, like, I remember being a kid and, you know, knowing that we were going out.
0: See, that was the thing when we were when growing up. Saturday it was, morning. oh, you're going fishing with dad tomorrow. You got to get up at four in the morning.
1: Yeah. Why? <laughs> no, we because we always. Because like, dad we, wanted to start we,
0: drinking at four in the fucking morning. That's why. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we started. I remember this one time we were going camping on a picnic island. And my dad was like, we got to get up at 430. I was like, what? He's like, "Yeah, we're packing the boat tonight. We're loading everything up. It's gonna be ready to go. Checking all the trailer lights and all that shit." He's like, "We got to be up at four Fucking snoozing. Get up! Oh fuck! <laughs> you fucking get up! But then once you well, like, once I would wake up, I'd like, get fucking get excited. Like Smell ready up. to go. Like we're black going camping, coffee and we're going cigarettes.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing says morning fishing like a thermos of black coffee and a pack of marble reds. Mm. mm. And a, make me feel like a real man. And the smell of smell of uh, shiners on your fingers. You know you had a good night of fishing when you walk out in the garage and your kayaks make the whole fucking house smell like a uh, garage smell like bass. <laughs> oh. Well, fellas, I think that's going to wrap it up for this extra long episode of the What's In Your Head podcast. We want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. And if you haven't done so already, please head over to YouTube.com, the new singular home. Videos do back up the rumble just in case they like to pull some of our shit down. But uh, the home, we're no longer streaming on Facebook and Instagram. Which, by the way, if you think the government wants to get rid of TikTok because of the Chinese government, you're wrong. Uh, the government wants to get rid of TikTok because Google and fucking meta or paying the fucking politicians to get rid of it because as the one politician accidentally slipped and said, you know, 90 uh I think what was 2 2 million people spend 90 minutes a day on TikTok and he said, well, "I'm sure you guys would rather they spend that time on your platforms."
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's just a money grab and uh Meta has already said they're they've already got they've already taken away their monetization. So they have no intent to pay people for their content, unlike YouTube and TikTok. Which, let's be fair, TikTok doesn't pay a shit. I make more money off YouTube, and I've only been monetized for two months and I have on a year I've been monetized on TikTok. And that's with a video that had 1.7 million views. Yeah. But anyhow. So thank you guys so much. Please head over to YouTube.com. Look for D410 Media. We were out fishing one night. guy said, oh, you have a YouTube channel? I'm saying Digital410. Huh? What? Who? Huh? So just D four one zero media, and you'll find us. You can still look for digital four ten. Uh, it'll still come up. But I'm trying to make it easier to tell people when I'm fishing. You got a YouTube channel. Kara's okay, like, well, you need to name it after fishing. It's like, well, I have more content than just fishing on there. That's why I have playlists. Poles and paddles a playlist. What's in your head's a playlist. What's the skull what's a playlist. And the garage is a playlist. Kind of like old fashioned Don, NBC would have. This show and that show. Un- now, granted, it's a time where we have motor trends, cars all day long. But still, you have different shows. It's not called "Fast and Loud," which how how sad is that? The Finnegan left faster than Finnegan. Finnegan from uh, Roadkill. Yeah, he still on Roadkill, but he started his own show called "Faster with Finnegan." You ever seen it? No. It's a cool show. Him, Cotton, and New Bern, they would buy a car, or truck, whatever, come up with an automobile, go, what if they're doing hill climbing, mud running, whatever, they'd go lay down a the lap. They'd take the car back to his house, upgrade it, and then try to make it faster. Well, apparently uh, he needed to spend some more time with his family, so he left, and now she's Cotton and New burn. He's still going to do a uh, roadkill, but he's no longer doing faster than Finnegan. So, but anyhow. Mm. So, please head over to to (laughs) to youtube.com. Look for digital D410 media. Head over to d410.com or what's your head.com. Click on that Patreon link. Like, sign up, and subscribe. Go a long way to help us what we're doing here. But if you, uh, you know, money's tight, times are hard. I get it. You not want to give two strangers some money. Just go uh, sign your Roku TV in, your extra laptop. Just go to YouTube and go to Play All on one of our playlists and walk out of the room and just let that bad boy go. Trust me, you can support us doing that. So uh, until next time, I think Gordon will be here live next Wednesday. He's driving out this way. I think he's leaving in a day or two, bringing the kids, the whole shit and caboodle. And so we may have a new episode next week. But thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you all shortly. Shortly. Have-